to defend himself, Heather appeared in the kitchen doorway, responding, no doubt, to her built-in radar for detecting trouble. Her pale gray eyes roved from Mom to Michael, then to me, and back again to Mom. From the expression on her face, I imagined she was hoping to witness bloodshed, screams, a ghastly scene of domestic violence. "'Why, Heather, I was wondering where you were.' Mom turned to her, infusing her voice with enthusiasm again. "'Guess what? Your daddy and I have found a new place for us to live, way out in the country. Won't that be fun?' She gave Heather a dazzling romper-room smile and reached out to embrace her. With the skill of a cat, Heather sidestepped Mom's arms and peered out the kitchen window. "'Daddy's home,' she announced without looking at us. "'Oh, no, I forgot to put the casserole in the oven.' Mom ran to the refrigerator and pulled out a concoction of eggplant, cheese, tomatoes, and bulgur and shoved it into the oven just as Dave opened the back door, bringing a blast of cold March air into the room with him. After giving Mom a hug and a kiss, he swooped Heather up into his arms. "'How's my girl?' he boomed. Heather twined her arms possessively around his neck and smiled coyly. "'They were fighting,' she said, darting a look at Michael and me. Dave glanced at Mom, and she smiled and shook her head. We were just discussing our big move to the country, that's all. Nobody was fighting, Heather. Mom turned on the cold water and began rinsing lettuce leaves for a salad. I don't like it when they fight. Heather tightened her grip on Dave's neck. Come on, Michael. I stood up and started gathering my books and papers together. Let's finish our homework downstairs. "'Dinner will be ready in about half an hour,' Mom called after us as we started down the basement steps. As soon as we were safely out of everybody's hearing range, I turned to Michael. "'What are we going to do?' He flopped down on the old couch in front of the television. "'Nothing. It's too late, Molly. They've bought the church and we're moving there. Period.' Grabbing a pillow, he tossed it across the room, narrowly missing one of Mom's paintings, a huge close-up of a sunflower. Why'd she have to marry him? We were perfectly happy before he and Heather came along. I slumped beside him, nodding my head in agreement. They've ruined everything. Glancing at the stairs to make sure Heather hadn't sneaked down to spy on us, I said, If only Heather was a normal kid. She acts more like a two-year-old than a seven-year-old. And she's mean. She tattles and lies and does everything she can to get us in trouble with Dave. Why do they always take her side, even Mom? Michael made a face. You know what Dave says. Making his voice deep and serious, he said, Heather is an unusually imaginative and sensitive child, and she has suffered a great loss. You and Molly must be patient with her. I groaned. How long can we feel sorry for her and be nice to her? I know it must have been horrible to see her mother die in a fire and be too little to help, but she was only three years old. She should have gotten over it by now, Michael. He nodded. If Dave would take her to a shrink, I bet she would get better. My friend Martin's little brother goes to some guy out in Towson, and it's helped him a lot. He plays with dolls and draws pictures and makes things out of clay. I sighed. You know perfectly well what Dave thinks of shrinks, Michael. I heard him tell Mom that all they do is mess up your head. Michael got up and flipped the TV to Speed Racer. 
With one eye on the screen, he set about doing the rest of his math, while I sat there doodling more cats instead of finishing my poem. After a few minutes, I nudged Michael. Do you remember that movie we saw on TV about the little girl who did horrible things to her enemies? The Bad Seed? Yes, that was it. Well, sometimes I think Heather's like that girl, Rhoda. Suppose she burned her mother up on purpose the way Rhoda burned up the janitor. Michael peered at me over the top of his glasses. You're crazy, Molly. No three-year-old kid could do anything like that. He was speaking to me as if he were a scientist explaining something to a child instead of a ten-year-old boy addressing his twelve-year-old sister. Realizing how ridiculous I sounded, I laughed and said, Just kidding! But I really wasn't. There was something about Heather that made me truly uncomfortable. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't even...